재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands If you're happy and you know it, then your green will surely show it We're happy, it's pardon my English Okay, the lyrics didn't fit the music, but you get our point. We're happy yeah. because it's Monday, because Woo-hoo! it's a Lunar New Year, and because we do have Pardon My English. Yes, that's right. Time to go back to school and learn some interesting phrases that we say on a day-to-day basis and forget where it actually came from. So if you are super happy, maybe you have a date, you oh, know? Congratulations. Valentine's Day is coming up, and you've sealed the deal. You've got the phone number of your your uh, your lady lover or your or your boy toy or whichever. Yeah, you may be on cloud nine. Absolutely, in a state of being in a blissful happiness, you know, extremely happy. So, for example, you can say the entire team was on cloud nine after winning the championship. Uh, yeah, and and it's a it's a it's a very common expression, and it actually comes from the classification of clouds back in the 1950s by the U.S. Weather Bureau. They classify different types of clouds with different numbers, and so clouds labelled with the number nine were very high up in the sky, high in altitude. They were fluffy and very attractive. Thus, people who are feeling happy describe themselves as floating up high on the clouds, mm. specifically floating on cloud nine because they're the highest, fluffiest. Nicest clouds to be on. Yeah, you can't really say I'm on the cumulonimbus cloud. You know, it just no, no, it just doesn't work. It doesn't roll you off know, the tongue well. You know, you know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Um, so you may be on cloud nine. You may also be in a fool's paradise. Right. So this is uh, kind of the same meaning, but with false hope. You know what I mean? A state of happiness, uh, not knowing that it'll actually go your way. Happiness that wouldn't last long. Yeah, maybe. it's like us before Tokik. <laughs> yes, we're on fool's paradise until we get the question wrong and are revealed that we've got the question wrong. So, for example, we can say Fred is confident that he'll get a big raise this year, but I think he's living in a fool's paradise. Uh, yes, uh, and it actually comes uh, comes from 1462, yes, over 550 years ago. Um, there were members of a family called the Pastons. They lived in Norfolk. They were part of the gentry, and uh, they wrote letters to each other. And so in the Paston letters in the year 1462, this phrase comes up. Uh, it was used later by Shakespeare in Romeo and Juliet in 1592. Uh, Juliet's personal servant says to Romeo... But first, let me tell you, if ye should lead her into a fool's paradise, as they say, it were a very gross kind of behavior, as they say, for the gentlewoman is young, and therefore, if you should deal double with her, truly, it were an ill thing to be offered to any gentlewoman, and very weak dealing. Yeah, come to think of it, I think I do remember this excerpt from the play. Yeah, I I believe it's the nurse, the nurse talking to Romeo. Ah, Right. Is it Act Two, Scene Three? I'm not sure. <laughs> Page three hundred. In any case, whenever I whenever I hear Shakespeare, I grin like a Cheshire cat. What does that mean? Well, it just uh, means I grin. That's right. A very wide smile, maybe. I think of uh, the cat from Alice in Wonderland. Well, that's because that's where it comes from. <laughs> I see. Having a really broad, fixed smile on someone's face, like from ear to ear. Like uh, yeah, exactly. The uh, yes, and it does come from Alice in Wonderland, from the Cheshire cat who does have this distinctive mischievous grin um however people wonder why lewis carroll 
made this cat, one mm-hmm. from Cheshire and two have this big smile. And Cheshire is the small town in England uh, where Lewis Carroll grew up. It's famous for a delicious, sharp, crumbly sort of cheese. And one of the cheesemakers in Cheshire used to draw the figure of a smiling cat on his cheese. So that was where Lewis Carroll got the inspiration from, making the Cheshire Cat a character in Alice in Wonderland. Interesting. Will the cats still smile after eating the stinky cheese? Hey, Cheshire cheese is not stinky. Is it? It's quite fragrant. Okay. It's one of my favourites, actually. Well, then you'd be happy as Larry, then. Who's Larry? Larry's Larry King. It's it. <laughs> no. uh, happy as Larry uh, basically means that you're super happy, uh, extremely, extremely very, very happy. Uh, for, for example, you can say, I gave Paul a piece of cake and he was happy as Larry. But I'm Paul, not Larry. So who is Larry? Larry is Lawrence Foley. Uh, back in 1847 uh, to 1917, uh, he was an undefeated champion of the Australian middleweight boxing Okay. Well, the father uh, of Australian boxing, to be precise. I think so. So back in 1879, Larry won the Australian championship in the uh, bare knuckle boxing championship. And uh, a New Zealand paper ran a story about him winning and described the crowds were as happy as Larry. Ah, I see. Okay, they were as happy as the boxer who won. Exactly. Right. So that's where we get the phrase from. It's stuck around certainly in New Zealand, in Australia, in the UK we use it, other parts of the world, to be as happy as Larry. And we're as happy as Larry we've got to the end of part three. We'll leave you with Michelle Branch. Are you happy now? Sure.